0: afternoon good night and this is another segment of downtown podcast don't waste no time with negativity and I definitely love speaking with other boss women and people just doing positive things around the world and not just limited to Toronto Canada so today I am very excited to be talking with Nika Moore hey guys how's it going (laughs) I'm doing great how are you thanks for having me Doing well, doing well. Um, loving everything you've been working on. Nika Moore, will start there for those who don't know. You. Who is Nika Moore? Nika Moore, my apologies. I would say that um I'm a singer songwriter, I'm an R and singer, um and you know, I think that I'm just a uh a complex individual. I'm I'm a lot of things. I'm an artist, I do graphic design, I do my own uh video edits, i I'm an artist all around and um first and foremost I'm a singer. So um vocals are very important to me and just um looking up to artists like Christina, Mariah, Lauren Hill. Um I'm really into the pursuit of excellence when it comes to my craft. That's dope. That's, you do everything yourself? That is like how <laughs> I would say patient. that I, I, I dabble Majority. In some things. <laughs> I do get some help sometimes but a lot of it um, when it comes to like graphics, media, like creative direction that's usually all me writing is me um, I do co-write sometimes but for the most part I'm the one like pulling it all together that's really dope because for me personally like running the downtown world blog and having to like then look on my personal social media or like connect with other people you know via different pages I find like mentally it kind of like I have to put myself into this category and then I have to function in this world, and then I have to function. Like, you know what I mean? It's like I'm entering different worlds every time. How do you kind of cope with that and manage that? It's not an easy process. I I think that when it comes down to it, that the passion and the drive um, makes it so that it's not really worked for me. It's more so I just have to um, focus my energy in certain things at certain times. So if I'm working on a flyer and I got a headache and it's too much, then I'm like, okay, stop work on something else. And I think that's kind of how I'm able to get things done. Um, Almost just like immediately taking the content, creating something out of it and putting it out there. Dope. I really, I really, really like that. And I need people to understand that you're not just some girl that decided to just pick up one like day and, Oh, I want to be a singer. Cause I want to look at Britain Instagram and like, I'm really hot and I'm really pretty. Like, yeah, no, not, not at all. Like I, I definitely, even though you are very first. hot and very pretty, <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate that. How did you um, come about uh, to want to aspire to this goal in these dreams? Well, my mom is a singer. She's a cabaret um jazz singer. My dad plays bass. Oh. Um my whole family is musical or creative in some way. And that's definitely been passed down to me just through my genes and um it's something that I was I was singing from when I was a baby and I've admired singers from a very young age, and so it was only natural for me to go from singing to writing and... and Just forth. flourish in the artistry, yeah. Right. And so for me, it's like, you know, I was the kid in school, and we had to do, like, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? Like, I knew. I want to be a star in Hollywood and be a singer. <laughs> that that was always, like, my dream. So I know you mentioned some names of um, female artists that you enjoy that you look up to but just to like dig a bit deeper into that like what what things kind of attract you to different artists and kind of like idolize what they do or say you know what that's something like I could I feel that energy gravitating towards that I definitely feel like it's strong image and strong sound strong sound coming first image coming second and I think that um if you if I can hear your voice and it can give me a chill or make my body feel something, that's something that is rare nowadays. Because we hear a lot of, you know, cookie cutter things or, yeah. or music that's just lacking the soul and I think for me I always wanted to gravitate towards artists that had, you know, amazing vocal ability. And then they also had like, you know, like a very strong image, something that was like you know, when you see Janet Jackson, you're like, Wow Oh yeah. She's, like, she's like, an icon. Like she's a fashion yeah. icon. She's she's so many things and her sound was it was, it, her her stacks the way she stacked her vocals it was just different and I think I that get Sorry, I had to be right. it out one exactly time. <laughs> it, it was it was a different element being brought to R and B music and when I think of Mariah it's like Mariah had those amazing high notes and that vocal range and you know she's Definitely. obviously beautiful and she's had an era of just outstanding music like I can't even deal <laughs> I just want to say her new album is a serious bop for me I'm it's a fret, bop like, and a half I, I am so proud of this line, era like, of I her <laughs> I'm just like she like I'm not gonna lie for me I was like mm, right, like come on girl like come on cause she to be honest through via social media cause that's all I've seen it hasn't been like the strongest to me so I was like you know i am going still Give this legend her due diligence because I don't like to judge. You know what I mean. Right. Listen to the album, she and then I wasn't flowers any, Oh my she gosh. Definitely, she definitely deserves them. We need to give them to her now because she's incredible. And she I is. Went to go, I went to go see her at the Genius Conversation in, in in New York, and
1: how I was is like that?
0: Like ten feet away from her. I honestly am ah! obsessed. Like she's my favorite. Like if I if I would have met her, I would have cried because she's just my favorite artist of all time. Did but, she have the lighting and everything with her? Oh, of course. She had a lighting director. <laughs> she's, she's an airy queen. Like, I love her. And, um, yeah, she was just very, like, adamant with, you know, young women about, like, if you're going to write, like, take the time to sit down and tell your story. Like, connect with people. Like, say what you need to say because it's therapy for you. And, you know, you don't want people telling you what to do and what to say and how to be. Like, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. gift in that moment, like, she was surprised that all her fans just knew these album cuts. She was kind of like, wow, like, you guys care about this? Like, Yeah. It's just great to see that your work is being appreciated. And I definitely can relate to those situations because I have a lot of old music that I put out that, you know, I kind of, like, disregard it. I treat them like deaf children. I'm like, whatever. Like, yeah. I really care. And then people will just be like, look, like, this song is my favorite. Or I love this. Yeah, Romeo Must Die, like, which is one of my favorite tracks from you, is still heavy in rotation for me. I really appreciate that. I think... I think when it comes down to just telling your story and telling stories about your life, um, that's what makes it stick around because people want to be able to feel or relate to what you're going through as well. Definitely. And I think um, if if it's an empowering song and that's my place, then I'm here to empower. Or if I'm here to make people reflect, then that's what I'm here to do. Um, It's definitely a big contribution to my artistry. I won't lie. Like, I definitely... Obviously, I had it like, heard of you prior to me finding you via social media, and I kind of do have a bit of a, like, audit that I kind of do on people, and I'm like, all right, let me see if I'm going to hit this button or not, because, like, these days, you know, it's so hard to separate those who are, you know, really doing this thing seriously or, like, and who are, like, you know, models looking for clout yeah and I and I and I will be honest I went on your page and one of the first things that got to me because I always admire to other people it might be light work but I was like oh shoot how does she do the three thing and make the colors and then like I started looking more into you and like I don't know for other people but when I look at pictures via like especially Instagram I do get energy off of it and I do get a vibe off of it like it's not just photo to me like I feel something kind of off that screen and looking at your photos like I'm like there's more to this girl than just you know Aaliyah-esque vibes and pretty hair and dope style and sunglasses like I definitely and so I kept scrolling kept scrolling I'm like okay 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 and I just kept going I'm like okay she's consistent as well and you know I took my chance and I reached out and I'm happy we're talking now but that is actually how I came upon you and I was just like, you know what? There's something different about you. I really appreciate no. that. And I think that it's something that it's hard for me to kind of struggle with because to some degree it's like I, I definitely do want to show more of my personality and myself on social media and I and I'm trying it but I think there's also like the separation where you're like, you know what? You kinda of keep a wall up a Yeah, Yeah. Because you know, you don't want to you don't want to be that person online that's like always sharing and always getting definitely. I like to I like to leave the sharing for the music. And And I like like the mystery to you. I appreciate it. And um, I definitely appreciate just, like, the uh, attention to just, like, the aesthetic because I do put a lot of energy and effort into it. And I use my page as, like, a canvas on how I want to express myself. And, you know, I think sometimes I'm a little harsh on myself where I'm like, oh, my God, like, people love these colors. I don't know if I can commit to this forever and ever, but – I feel like whatever I do, it's going to be creative and it's always going to be um, from the spirit, from the soul. And I think like those vibes will definitely seep through to people. Like, I'm glad that you confirmed that for me because I wasn't sure. Yeah. Like you definitely, you're doing your thing. And like, I'm a young lady myself under like 30 and it's dope to find others that are like, about. So, for example, I know that you've opened for Omari, and I know it was years back, but I still like to highlight things like that, no matter what point you did it. How was that experience? I think these these things kind of just pop up, and you're almost in disbelief because you're like me, like I'm opening for (laughs) him. Like, you know, I'm watching him on TV, and I've met him, and it's kind of like when I think about um, life and just like having the ability to just like have that energy to attract. Like certain opportunities and situations. Um, I'm just super grateful for it and I always thank God. And, you know, it, it, honestly, I'm glad that we're highlighting these things from the past because I think we don't acknowledge our accomplishments as much as we should. And we kind of are always looking for the next thing. Like, yeah, I did that. What's next? What's next? And What's not next in the living, moment? yeah. It's instant gratification and we don't appreciate things in the moment. And so for me, like, I'm super appreciative for that moment because that's something that I did I, that actually happened, and he was really cool, you know, we spoke after, and he was like, yo, just keep grinding, keep working hard, like, that's, that's it. Dope. And, that's you dope. know, if you have the talent, it's going to take you there, so um, shout out to on that's really dope. Yes, and another thing, that's really dope, um, another thing that I want to highlight on is the fact that you walked, I believe it was UD season three, correct me if I'm wrong? Yep, I did that as well, that was a... Fucking um, dope, like, what a time, man. What a time. I definitely think that um, that was, like, the most iconic one. And so I'm definitely happy <laughs> to be a part of it. Um, And I just think that it was just a great experience to um, to just manifest these things. You know, I make vision boards. I put things on my board. I think I had a picture of Ye that year on my board. And I don't know how Jeez. the hell that happened. But, you know, of course you think, like, I want to make a song with him. But, you know, the universe just feels the vibe. And so, definitely. um, yeah, we were in Madison Square. It was an amazing experience and it's definitely one well for the books and i definitely am learning that you know i'm an artist i can be a model sometimes i can be many multiple things that i Versus don't think i have idea. to put myself in a in a box um with everything going on right now with like kanye and some are saying it's for the album low loud and some are saying no it's really is mental health and et cetera. like what are you what is your do you have an opinion on what's going on, and what is it? I mean, I don't really have an opinion. I feel like, you know, we're all human, and we all have things that we believe or think are ways to express ourselves, and I feel like I think we we have an understanding of Kanye by now. Like, he's obviously misunderstood in many ways. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I feel like I, I don't really have an opinion here nor there about it. It's just more so, you know how it is. We say, oh, yeah, well, we're canceling him and this and that, and then... You know, he makes undeniable music. Um, I mean, to me, as long as he's not supporting anything that's like abusive or (laughs) you know what I mean, like that's that's against my moral code. Um, Yeah, yeah. I think think he's a dope artist. I think he's a dope artist, and that's what it should be left at. Definitely. Um, I feel like those lines get blurred a lot, and it's hard because still yet in the music industry, we're unable to come to a decision where like. Um, if the person for example even the situation with triple x right if they're mm-hmm. a user like do we still play their music do we still leave it on platforms do we still love that? fast forward to like Lil Pump or other artists that have known to be doing like very shocking things to the world and it's just like or R Kelly you know what I mean and it's just you like know, I mean I think I think that we're all we're all gonna play a role in that in some way because I mean, you know, to to sit here and and, and, like, I I think for me it's more so the the mind your business route, like, you know, I'm I'm right, like I mind my business, you know. Uh, (laughs) I I have artists I love. I have artists that I, you know, respect, and I focus on that. You know, there there are all sorts of things going on in the world, um, and I think, I think like there's always going to be two sides of it. There's always going to be people that feel like, well, this person's abusive. Or this person makes amazing music. And, you know, I think what people choose to support is what they choose to support. And we should just leave it at that. (laughs) Definitely. And I I totally agree with what people choose to not support, we should also agree with what they choose to not support. I think it's a two-way street. (laughs) It's an individual decision. And it's it's like, no human is perfect ever on this earth. There is not one artist, not one creative that I know that has spotless record. Not even Kirk Franklin, Donny, Kirk like nobody. No one. So it's like right. I think I think people should support what they feel is acceptable for their specific moral code. And that's that exactly. And if exactly. you feel like, you know what, this this is stupid, this rubs me the wrong way and I would never support this, then you shouldn't support it. And if you feel like well we we make exceptions for X, Y, and Z, I still like the music. And then I think there are people <laughs> who just know how to accept music for what it is. But still say, yo, like, he makes great music, but I don't support him as a person. Yeah. um, And that brings me to another point. Like, what I love about your music and your catalog is, like, the vibe for me. I can't speak for others, but the vibe for me that I get is, like, yo, I'm a confident woman. Even though I was in love or fell out of love, I'm not going to let that, like, keep me down, or you're a fuckboy, so go about your business, and I'm going to (laughs) continue just being a boss. Like, I know you love me, but blah, 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 blah. Like, you know what I mean? That's the vibe, and I like that. I love that encouragement, actually, from women, because especially in this day and time, when niggas are saying you want to cry in the them or the Nissan, (laughs) it's (laughs) it's good to have girls out there that will still... You know, give I think you little, I, think, I think a little clap back is always important. And I think one, when I'm making these songs, I'm I'm honestly like coming from like my higher self and telling myself like that advice. You Definitely. know, it's not necessarily just me giving everyone else advice because I've You're got it all. to yourself so, as well. It's more so like, hey, remember who the fuck you are. And sure. I think those those moments are important, and I think that they're therapeutic, and they've definitely helped me because when I listen to it, I'm kind of like, it's like an out-of-body experience. You're like, who the hell is this? Like, <laughs> you guys fight like do this. But I think that it's one of those things where you have, to, you have to really tune in and dig deep and not be afraid to say things. And I think, you know, like there's Nicole, who's me, and there's Nika, who's me as well, and there are two sides to me. And I think that Nika is the person that is going to tell you how it is and what it is. And I, love was, I love that. Nicole was the person that was, you know, gonna, you know, keep it to yourself, <laughs> or I'll write it in a poetry book, and I'm gonna be nice about it. But I think those lines get blurred when people cross the line. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I know the most recent songs that I know of from you is um, Love Nicole, which <laughs> I love, and Damage, which I think came out sometime yes. around the summer. Yes, those are those are like my two latest releases which has more of a, like, Caribbean sexy wind-up-your-waist feel. Yes, yes exactly. You know, <laughs> you know the vibe I'm making, so that was definitely. Yes, um, I'll <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. That was something that was, like, my, my, my homie, uh, Cersei, the way that he he and I co-wrote that, and it was one of those situations where it's just like, wow, you know what? We got to do it. We got to try something different, something out of the lane, like, let's, let's just make something that like we would listen to in the summertime if we were at brunch or if we were going to, you know, have mimosas, you know, it was a a part of our lifestyle. Like we went out every weekend, we're chilling with our friends, we're drinking mimosas, we're having fun. And it's like, you know, sometimes it's about, sometimes it's just about feeling good and it's not about like pain or emotions. It's about like, look, you know, I'm young. I want to have fun. I want to have a good time. That's that's what I would um, say that that record is really about. So if you don't mind sharing, um, how old are you? Oh, I'm 24. <laughs> and, um, wow, like, 24. You To me, you come so far, like, and you have so much, like, so much further to go. So that's, like, amazing. Congratulations on all your accomplishments thus far. And I wish you all blessings going forward. Thank um, you so, so much. I appreciate that. To No problem. To any, like females listening to this, or even for yourself, Nicole, what is a way that you don't waste no time with negativity? I think you have to be in tune with yourself, you have to know yourself, you have to love yourself. There's going to be doubters. So the last thing you need is to doubt yourself. You have to be in that position where it's like, that fear that you get before you're about to jump and make like, you know, you're like, like that, look well, at this video with the diving board. You're on the diving board and you have all this fear pent up inside of you and you're afraid to just jump. But the minute you let go and you just dive into that water, that's the experience. And I'm not going to live my life missing out on experiences due to fear. So once, I have, that mindset, once I have that mindset, um, to me it's like negativity isn't an option because I know for a fact if I think poorly or badly about something, that's what I'm going to get, law of attraction. If I think positively about something, That's what I'm going to receive. And so I make decisions when I'm feeling that negativity to just be positive because at the end of the day, we complain a lot about a lot of things. But for the most part, we know that through our common sense and through history and through experience that a lot of the things that we are fearing or afraid of, they kind of pass over. Oh, my God, I'm worried. I don't don't have the mind for it. Oh, wait, two weeks later. Oh, I'm good. <laughs> so what, was the, what was the worry for? So it's I, try very to true. The worry, I try to keep the worrying process all together. Trust God in the universe, and just know that, you know, I've I've lived this life like I've been here at, at some before as well, and I know that I'm gonna be okay regardless. Amen. <laughs> I feel that. I. Um, what would you say is your favorite fruit to eat? Fruit. Yeah, fruit. Oh, I love pineapples. Those are my favorite. Pineapples, strawberries. I love grapes. I love cantaloupe. Like, Like I think fruits, is like you can't just pick one. Like, so, there's so many different textures and flavors. But pineapples are, like, the top for me. <laughs> I hear you. So when things get a little bit messy or too spicy, I love to use the hashtag. And I do have a segment on the pod- podcast as well called Eat Fruit and Mind Your Business. <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> Given that you will just say pineapple, right, let me think of something here with everything going on with um for example, they say black China is promoting this skin bleaching product at a worth of about two hundred and fifty dollars per jar. Are we gonna eat fruit or minor business, or do you have an opinion on skin bleaching and black china no i, I promoting I mean, this. I'm- I'm a, I'm a brown-skinned woman, so I have to have an opinion on it. I think, you know, growing up, um, there's definitely – I've definitely had experiences with colorism for sure. Like, yeah. and I think that we're in society where, you know, people think that it's – you know, people that don't understand it, they just kind of brush it off and they don't understand, like, the effects that it can have on people growing up. And it's like, you know, skin color is not something that you can control, obviously, unless you're, like, bleaching or things like that. I just think that it's important that, you know, we're promoting self-love in the black community and not alterations and and things like that. And I think, you know, we had a really great year last year or the year before where it was like melanin and people were embracing it and accepting it. And it became a trend. Like it actually became so much of a trend that they tried to gentrify that. But, (laughs) but, But I think that when it comes to just, um, just being a, a brown-skinned black woman, I think that it's so important that, you know, you love the skin that you're in, you embrace it. You have to, f- I, like, to me, I think that when I was mentoring young girls at one point, um, I was, I was like, a teacher mentoring young girls at one point, and you know, we are having all these conversations, and this girl is, you know, she's saying, you know, yeah, I go to an all-white school, and you know, nobody wanted to ask me to the prom. And you know it was embarrassing for her because she's the only black girl, and she felt like she was different in that she would have to do things so similarly wow. to, to feel you know, to feel lovely, yeah. to feel attractive. And I was like, you know what? You need to you need to go on Google and you need to look up women that look like you because there's plenty of beautiful brown, dark skinned women yeah. that are examples, that can be examples for young girls. And I think we have to create our own representation instead of expecting other people to represent us. And and I think that when when you do that and you do your research, she can wake up every day and just be like, Wow, Serena Williams and I look alike, mm-hmm. and she's mm-hmm. the most rich, most successful female athlete. Like we have to, we have to do those things and create those avenues for people. Definitely. Was, so what like, ended up happening? Did she go to prom? I don't. I don't think she. I don't think she. I I don't necessarily know how the situation ended mm-hmm. with the, with a school dance, but it was it was more so a thing where it's just like she left there feeling like wow, like I do have Definitely. people that I can that I can look up to and find, and I think that we all had to do that at one point where it's like. You know, like, you're, you're looking for a representation for yourself because you're not seeing a lot of women that look like you in the industry. I think it, that's become a lot more diverse now, and we still have Thank a lot God. more. Work. We have more work to do, but yep. to me, it's getting there. You know, I, I would definitely love to be at the forefront of that for my brown-skinned girl. <laughs> definitely, because for me, like, growing up, like, um, in here in Toronto, you know, it's not, like, how people see it via like Google or whatever. Like, it's a very versatile place, but females that I would love, because I had the BET channel, and I had all these other channels, I would love looking up to, like, Neil Long, and, you know, Tanah Lathan, and Gabrielle Union, and, like, all these beautiful... Yeah, like, just seeing all these women for me, and it's just, like, who does this generation have now? I can name a lot of women that I find okay, they're definitely representing for the melanin females out there, but whether a, a female is melanin or not, I want them to like understand that, like, bro, it's okay to cry in the Nissan. <laughs> like, if it's right. yours, and you own that shit. Like, don't let anyone like push you to line as you were saying to alter yourself or whatever. Like, but so that means that's just not the person for you. When I when I think about this, when I think about this bleaching situation as well, I think that I think that you know. Sometimes advertisement advertisement can get a little crazy too because I know there's people who have like discoloration and dark marking for that. But I don't yeah. think that it. I don't think that you should be bleaching to achieve a different skin tone. You know, I, I think that's like it uh, bothers me. me. Yeah, it bothers me. I think for me, it's like yeah. I think we all understand um, if you're a brown skin woman, pigmentation or a hyperpigmentation or or having skin issues. And I understand that people use creams to clear those things up to even out their skin, but I just don't think that we should be promoting, you know, black China. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I definitely feel like what these, what these women need to realize is if you look across all the generations and women doing all these majority of the masses of women doing all these changes to their body to quote unquote be appealing to the opposite sex of men. Right? Where I mean that that frustrates the hell out of me because Where what do men change? Their dick don't change. They're still fat as shit. They probably can't even wash their balls properly. Like it it just like, ladies, think about this. Like you're getting your boobs done. You're getting the ass done. You're getting some fat taken out here. You're saying because you know what? There there are people who live in misery because they're not happy with who they are and, and they make those changes for them. And, if know, it's and for I'm you not, not, then yeah i'm not judging it but what i do feel is like let's not make it the norm where like to the point where it's like i have a natural body and people always have something to say about where where's your doctor i'm like god yeah yeah like my fam, like my family has a very distinct body shape and like my grandma my cousins like we're all <laughs> shaped that way so it's just frustrating because it's like oh my come on like i can see how hard it is to be like a person who's always just looked the way that they've looked or been the way that they are, and yeah. when you have everybody else trying to do their body to look like the way yours is, or you know, I just it's frustrating yeah. because it makes me feel like uh, now I have to go twice as hard to prove that I'm not like everyone else. But really? I, I don't, I don't, I don't worry about it because I just continue to be real and be myself and be who I am. That's all you can do. So on a on a last note, what do you feel kind of separates you from? a bunch of, like, women or art, or artists coming up right now where it's like, well, yeah, they're doing that, but this is what Nika's doing. I think for me, um, you know, people people always ask that question, oh, what makes you this, and what makes you this, what makes you that? Um, I just know that God only made one of me, and I know that everything I'm doing is coming from the heart, it's coming from the soul, it's coming from an, from an organic place, and me just being... Nicole Coop, Nico Nika Moore, like, that is what's different. Um, me, you know, taking that hands-on approach, like, doing, being more creative, like, being more hands-on, involved in my craft, and then, you know, genuinely just having a love for the art of music. I think people miss the love, and they just think mm-hmm. about the fame. They think about the outcome, and they don't think about, you know, what, what what's their purpose, what's their fulfillment, what makes them happy. For me, it's like, if I stay in the same place for the rest of my life and I can create the music I'm making on, on a certain scale, I'm cool. Of course, we strive for more and we want more, but to me, it's like it literally makes me feel good to sing. And that's where it starts. And as long as I have that love for singing, I'll, I'll always make music. And the minute that love goes away, I got to do something else because it's really about just that true purpose and what God put me here to do. So, and... That's so beautiful. (laughs) It's bringing tears to my eyes. That's so beautiful. But you're right. You're right. Um, so where can everyone find you? Where can they find your music? You can find me on Apple Music, Titles, Spotify, Amazon Music. Um, Moore, More, N I Q A M O R. Nico More Music is my Facebook. Um, N I Q A underscore M O R for my social media handles. And yeah, check it out. I think that. If you love R and B music and you love something fresh, I'm your girl. <laughs> Yay! Thank you so much, Mika, more for taking the time out and not wasting no time with negativity.
1: Um, none, no time, here.
0: none wasting. <laughs> Wishing you all the best. I know you got to run to the studio and make some more hits. Yes. So, Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you. Definitely. <laughs> Help. Hey! Yeah. Downtown. You about to go downtown.